Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis, anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandnot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Heckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, Patrick and Todd Atkins Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Bonnie Violet here, Queer Chaplain. Um, you are at six of eight of lacing your narrative with a spiritual thread, which means that you're in week six um, <clears throat> of an eight-week series on lacing your narrative with a spiritual thread, which is a live stream workshop series um, that you can participate via live for eight weeks, or you can participate on your own um, as you see fit. Um, on social media such as Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, or you may be listening to us on a podcast. Um, today, I'm going to keep it fairly brief. You know, we've been six weeks in, so we kind of have a sense of what is going on here. And if you happen to be coming on six weeks in, then it'd probably be a good idea to kind of look back um, to kind of see where we are headed. So I'm going to like briefly, briefly, briefly go through an overview. So as I said, we are in week six of eight. Um, this is taking place on the socials that I had mentioned. The intended outcome is to lace your narrative with a spiritual thread throughout your lifespan, uh, remind you of your resilience, build and strengthen your faith, cultivate and create hope, spiritual healing and transformation. Um, as I've said before, I'm transgender, queer, spiritual drag artist and chaplain. I'm not a therapist or a licensed counselor. If you're going through this process and you can use some additional support, please do reach out to any mental health or spiritual professionals that you may know, or you might even just connect with a friend. You can always just reach out to me as well. Um, and I can talk, listen, um, uh, whatever, um, direct you um, to whatever additional support you may need. Um, all streams are recorded and public and will live in public. So anything that you put in the comments or the chats during these live streams um, is for public consumption, consumption. So just please keep that in mind. Um, if for whatever reason there is something that you're really not comfortable with, let me know and I can remove it. If you're looking for more private space, I do have some private space available each Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Um, via the... Um, via a Zoom. 
um, and the link you'll can find in the description. Good morning, herding cats. How are you doing? It's good to see you on here this morning with me. Um, I'm just breezing through the description right quick. It's going to be a really short, um, short thing going on this morning. Um, all, I welcome any and all forms of spirituality or lack thereof. Um, free. This is free, um, but I also invite you to participate um, if you're able to via Patreon or Venmo or Gift. I have been having a lot of technical issues if you've been following around. Um, so I'm hoping to be able to raise a little bit of money so that I can replace um, some of the equipment that so it can work <laughs> more consistently. Um, but don't don't feel um, obligated. If you're able to, great. If you're not, that's cute too. Um, basically, you go live stream every Saturday at 9 a.m. for eight weeks straight. This is the sixth week, so there's just two more after this. Each morning during the week as well, I will go live at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, except for on Fridays, it'll be at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This time is set aside for me to, um, to uh, share with you um, where I'm at, give you some ideas about the process. I'm going through the process along with you all. Um, so it's also a time that if you have questions or um, anything like that, you can bring them to me during that time as well. Um, again, I mentioned the small group Zoom sessions once a week. Those are on Thursdays at 5. You can reach out to me one-on-one -on -one anytime. Um, you can direct message me wherever you're watching this. Um, and then um, you can also choose just to do this on your own. You don't need to include me in the process at all. And you can just kind of go through as you as you feel and see fit. All right, so what folks are doing, they're either, um, so that you're creating your narrative, you're writing your narrative, you're um, finding a way to express your experience uh, throughout your lifespan. Um, and what this process is doing and has done is allowed you to start to see spirituality, a spiritual understanding, a spiritual belief um, across your life. So we started out in the beginning, like what was your origin? We'll kind of go through all that. Basically, you've been going through the process of your whole life and seeing where, for lack of a better word, if you um, say you believe in God or whatever, seeing God where maybe you hadn't seen God or reminding yourself of when you experienced that. For many of us, our beliefs change. Um, the communities that we're a part of, um, the ways that we identify change over time. Um, throughout this process for me, spirituality or my spirit often didn't seem to be allowed in that space or was not something I was consciously connected to. And so this process is to hopefully help create a little bit more of a connectedness and an integration with our, our mind, body, and our spirit. Um, so folks are either writing this down in kind of like a journal or story format. Some folks are um, audio recording or video recording like I am. I'm just kind of talking at a screen every day, um, focusing on um, a part of my narrative. And um, some folks might be doing any other form of art, writing music, creating a collage, taking photography, potentially even sculpture. Or some folks might just choose to meditate or pray on or um, whatever it is that you might choose to do to just spend some time um, looking at your narrative. Um, <clears throat> so I think another big part about this is not only getting to a space where we can write and express 
our narrative for ourselves, but when we can share that with other people, I think that's kind of when the magic happens. I think that's when the transformation happens. That's when the healing um, occurs or the, um, the ownership of our um, narrative becomes more clear and more um, tangible. And I think more with us, I think it becomes more like real, more solid. Um, and then when we can, ex when we can have someone else witness that or hear that oftentimes, um, it then can allow us to transmit um, our healing or our process um, for someone else to benefit from it as well. Um, so um, there will, there are some opportunities for you to share, um, share your narrative, share where you're at, um, and also to listen to other folks. So hopefully at the end of the eight week, um, there will be some sort of an event where um, multiple people will be able to share um, what they've come to know about their, about their spiritual narrative. All right, so the first week we focused on what did you learn about religion while a child? What is your origin story? So um, what was it that you were learned, you learned or were taught or came to understand as a child? What was your understanding of a child, as a child of spirituality, God, that sort of thing? Um, we have a comment here, Casa Maria. Dorothy Day said, the greatest challenge of the day is how to bring about a revolution of the heart a revolution that has to start with each one of us. It's great. Dorothy Day said, the greatest challenge of the day is how to bring about a revolution of the heart, a revolution that has a start with each one of us. Thanks so much for that, Casa Maria. Um, so true. Definitely something I'm going to think on today. Um, so after we kind of... Um, jotted down um, and reflected on what it was that we learned about religion when we were young and as a child, we then focused the next week on, um, on when did our understanding of religion change? So when did our child thinking or our child way of seeing things change? Um, and you know, there might've been like one moment um, when that started to change, but I don't know if you any, it, like for me, it's almost constantly changing. My understanding is almost constantly changing. And I'm getting to the point where like, <laughs> I feel like I just wanna understand that I don't understand. And then that sometimes that's easier. <laughs> I feel like once I search for understanding, um, it's like once I think I understand, then it's like, it's insufficient. Um, yet I still seek that understanding and I have a desire to, I guess, to know or to understand. And uh, I guess in the 11th step prayer or in the St. Francis of Sisi prayer, I guess it's better to, in that to seek for understanding rather than to be understood. Um, I'm sorry, I'm like zooming through this. Um, when did you feel the most connected to your spirit? Um, again, we talked about times when we felt most connected uh, to God, to spiritu spirituality, to creator, to ourselves, to our higher self, you know, whatever language we're using. Uh, when did we feel most connected? Which times? Um, and then when did, when was the time that we didn't feel spiritual was the next week? So we talked about those times when we didn't feel connected or we didn't feel a part of, or uh, maybe that we had access to. Um, spiritual 
to a spiritual understanding, a spiritual way of life, a spiritual way of being, um, a spiritual way of connection. Um, for this process, I found myself when we were thinking about when I didn't feel, the times when I felt most connected came up a lot and then vice versa. So if that's something that you experienced as part of your process, just I guess know you're not alone in that as well. Um, and then this week we focused on how is your spirit or how is your now? Um, what is it, where are you at right now in your understanding? Um, where is, what is it that you do that um, helps you connect to your spirit or spirituality, creator, God, whatever? Are there um, behaviors that you do? Are there rituals? Are there practices? Are there communities of people that you are a part of? Um, are there friendships or relationships that you have that um, help draw you closer or remind you of who you are? Um, those sorts of things. So that's kind of where we're focusing on is like, where are we at right now? Um, what do we believe? What don't we believe? Um, sometimes it's easier to know what we don't believe than it is to maybe what we believe. Um, I know for me, sometimes uh, a good way for me to learn what I believe is sometimes just to check out my behaviors. How am I acting? What are the things that I'm doing? And in those actions and in, in those behaviors, what is it that I believe to be true then? You know, I there was a time in my life where, like, I never would have said that um, I thought that the world was out to get me or that God wasn't on my side or there wasn't some sort of, like, whatever, like, kind of maybe goodness out there trying to, to do their part. Um, and I never would have said that out loud. I would never would have said there wasn't a God. I wouldn't have said there wasn't, you know, some something going on. However, um, I lived my life as if there was nothing like God or anything great or goodness out in the world that was trying to like be with me or help me or aid me or even existed, I think, um, that I could access. So um, my behaviors and my actions um, were saying something differently than what I thought I believed in my head. And so once I was able to kind of like realize that, I was able to actually begin to change some behaviors and actions that I was taking. Um, so this week we are gonna focus on, <clears throat> what is your ideal? Sorry, this I maybe didn't pick the best image for this week, but <laughs> what is your ideal? So um, this is a time for us to kind of even um, create like, I don't know, ima just imagination go beyond what it is that we think is possible for either our understanding or maybe it's activities or behaviors or practices that we don't have in our lives. Um, maybe uh, that we would like to have, you know, and it might be just as simple as some people like to I know one of the things that I have noticed in a lot of the people that I um, mm. I find an ease and a connection with um, tend to ha tend to be folks who have like a a morning ritual. You know, they kind of get up early. They tend to usually read something spiritual or write something, or 
they just have some sort of practice in the morning um, and some like time of stillness, I guess. Um, and I don't know, there's like some sort of those habits that seem to be consistent with people who seem to be having a more perceived to be having more of a an experience with life that I would think I would like to have as well. And so those sorts of things, maybe there's practices, maybe there's even like belief systems or communities. Um, maybe you want to live in a ashram or um, maybe it's, um, I mean, it could be a lot of things. It could be that, you know, I think spirituality is a really powerful thing for us and can get us out of a lot, can kind of move us toward a lot of uh, different experience. And so maybe there's relationships that we're in that we're wanting to be different or maybe out of, maybe there's job, there's job stuff, there's, um, uh, there's health things, you know, there could be a lot of different things and how can our, how do we see our spirituality or see those things changing at some point um, in the future? Um, maybe some folks are actually going through ordination and they're looking to become a pastor and maybe have a church. If that's your case, what kind of church? What would you want it to be? What would you want it not to be? Um, you know, those sorts of things. Um, and maybe you don't have, maybe you don't have a clear idea. Maybe it's just that you want to be more connected. You want to be able to feel better about yourself. You want to be able to have um, healthier relationships. You'll want to be able to be kinder or, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, in however language, again, way you want to put it or however way you want to define it. Um, I know I'm kind of rushing through this week, um, but as I said, we've been doing this for six weeks. I'm excited to see that there are people listening right now. I feel like I'm, a, I'm selling you short. <laughs> uh, most of the week, I haven't had too much participation, um, but I'm glad that you all are here. Um, I, I have a, a, a busy day ahead of me, um, so I have to get into drag here real quick um, for dress rehearsals and filming tomorrow and drag mentorships this afternoon. So it's kind of a pretty busy and full weekend. Um, so I think I'm going to leave it at that. But um, I thank you all um, who are participating in the process. Again, uh, even if you're not participating in the process, but you're just popping in from time to time that is still participation. So um, yeah, um, feel free to reach out if you have any questions um, or um, want to participate in any way. Maybe you have writings or stories that you want to share. Um, I would love to uh, provide a space for you to do that as well. So um, I think that's where I'm going to leave it. So take care and have a blessed week and I will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. for our daily live. Oh, it looks like I have one more comment. See you tomorrow at your dance video shoot. Yes, herding cats. Yes, that's what I'm practicing for today. <laughs> um, so glad that you'll be running the camera for that tomorrow. Have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow, herding cats for you and everyone else.
Hey y'all, Bonnie Violet here again. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about Splintered Grace Podcast. Splintered Grace Podcast just completed its fifth season entitled Still Seeking. Splintered Grace is a podcast that I co-host with my aunt who is a conservative Christian and one of my biggest supporters in my trans identity and just life in general. While many family members are choosing to no longer speak, we have chosen to sit at the table and engage in difficult conversations to find peace and restoration. Over our 24-year relationship, we have had a lot of ups and downs, and we haven't always really liked each other. We definitely never understood each other, and still some of it we don't, but we love one another so much and so hard and really work hard to show up for one another. And our hope is that by listening to this podcast, others may be able to begin to have peace and restoration in some of their other relationships with family members and or other loved ones. Uh, Check it out, Splintered Grace Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Take care. Love you. Bye.